Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. Well, I was waiting all weekend to say this to you. Okay. Congratulations. You were right. You nailed it. On the EVs. Okay, yeah. No. You said, no, they're not going to do this. They can't do this. Right. And for now, they're admitting that they can't do this yet. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, their goal that they'll have to apparently postpone until after the election to strip Americans, particularly the middle class, of their ability to buy a car. They don't want you to have a new car. Mm-hmm. They want to make that car so expensive that families will now have one car. It's all very Soviet feeling. Yes, it is. Very, very Soviet. Very Cuba. Well, like that great reset, you will own nothing and be happy. Right, except you won't be happy. Yeah. Uh, But you will own nothing if they get their way. But not yet, because too much truth might be showing before the election. According to a report from the New York Times, Biden administration is giving up on its targets for production of EVs Mm -hmm. for now. Well, yeah, particularly the emission standards yes. for the internal combustion engine cars. And this is being reported by multiple sources. Yeah. Um, you know, the New York Times has got it because um, all of the um, automotive people that cover those things have been talking about it for the past a week or so. So the the plan was to force you to buy an EV by making gas-powered cars so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yep. That only Barack Obama and Joe Biden's friends, like in the in the Hamptons, could, yeah. could buy one. Like Martha's yeah, Vineyard, those people, exactly. they will have. Yeah, they they will have gas powered cars, but not you, little people. No, no, no. Yeah. Right now, when you consider before they do all of this, what Front Page Mag calculated: fifty one percent of the middle class cannot buy a new EV. They can't, even if they want to, because they won't qualify for the loan. Right. Yep. So you, this is a genius way to outlaw mm-hmm. cars. But they figured out, you know what, people are figuring it out, and we can't have this before the election. Right. So what they were saying is right now about 8% of the cars sold are EVs. That's fine. You want an EV? Great. Go buy one. It's America. But um, they, the plan was to force it, forcibly take it to 63%, no, 67%, excuse me, of the market. You know, there's what is available when you walk on that lot to buy a car to be an EV by 2032. Okay, so the transition was supposed to start March 1st. Um, and the automakers would be facing $14 billion in fines for not making an EV and jamming it down your throat, even though, uh, like Ford and others, they've lost, you know, $4 billion trying to make it that people don't want them at that level. Ford announced $4.7 billion uh, losses just last month. Um, Toyota is making money because they've said, no, we're only going as far as the hybrid. We're not, we're not doing full EV, Joe. So... Uh, The automakers are freaking out. The dealers are freaking out. 4,000 dealers signed a letter to Joe Biden. We we can't make this work. We can't move them off our lot. And so they were forced to say, okay, we're going to move the goalpost back. We're not going to change it. We're still going to make it so you can't afford a car. We're just going to not do it, uh, implement it on March 1st. Start this on March 1st. Because all hell was going to break loose, Lee. Mm Mm-hmm. So you were right. They uh, they can't, like, at least they can't do it right now. Well, I mean, there's, you know, it's science, Tara. 
and I am science. <laughs> Why not? Why can't you be science? Exactly. Why not? Why not? I have absolutely no science degree. I have no working experience in science, but I can say I am science, sure. just like Anthony Fauci. Yeah. Anthony Fauci was the virologist, no. and he's not a virologist, no. and he had virologists censored yeah. online. Uh, meanwhile, Iran, this is a breaking World War III watch. Uh, Iran-backed Houthis sunk a British ship in the Red Sea, it turns out, on Monday hmm. and well, attacked two ships in the Gulf of Aden. Will the crown respond? Well, I hope somebody does. And what, are we going to follow the Houthis around some more like we do? I don't know. Yeah. A spokesman for the Houthi. They have a spokesman now. Spokesman for they were herding sheep before Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, no, literally, they were saying they, they, Yemen's one of the poorest countries on earth. Now they have top notch, high tech technology. Why is that? Because Joe Biden passed $16 billion onto the Iranians. That's why. Joe Biden is buying the stuff to blow up people's ships. Um, and the sum total since Joe Biden took office, because remember, Trump, I, I tell you what. At our, at our war colleges and military schools, they should be studying the Trump doctrine, okay? Tiny footprint, no troops or almost no troops. Um, we, they should all be made to watch the YouTube video again and again of the suitcase going round and round the turnstile. Like, we don't, we don't need a massive military footprint with lots of money for everybody's military contractor friends. We got, we got you know, satellites, boom, damn, dead. You're sitting there in your living room and your sofa. Could hit you any time. Maybe you want to rethink arming the Houthis. No. What Joe Biden did was he reversed Trump's sanctions, right? So Trump had them so locked down for sanctions, you could Google this. Again, the Iranian people were struggling to eat. That's how good those sanctions are. They were second-level sanctions. So uh, not only is Iran sanctioned, but anyone who does business with Iran is sanctioned. And he was pushing them to overthrow their leaders and solve this problem. Joe Biden comes in, takes the sanctions off. So far, they have made $100 billion they would not have otherwise made, including the $16 billion Joe Biden gave them this fall in two tranches. He released the money uh, to them. That is what is paying for the military equipment that the Houthis are using. Joe Biden is. A spokesman for the Houthis claimed the $30 million unmanned U.S. Reaper drone was shot down with a suitable missile. Oh, I bet it was suitable. Joey's money paid for that. Joe Biden has brought back piracy. You know what, when my kids were little, they have a great, they actually have a pirate ma uh, uh, museum outside of Charlotte. It's like, a, it's mm -hmm. actually a section of these, and they were big into pirates at the time. My son was, so we took them to see the pirates. Because you had to see them in a museum. Yeah. Now they're out there. Yep. On the sea. On the high seas. He's brought back pirates. You just can't, I mean, you just can't make it up. And you know what, they're so unafraid of Chairman Ho. That they actually put this announcement out. Quote. Um, oh, well, this is from a Jerusalem pump. Yemen's Houthi militants said on Monday they attacked two U.S. ships. Sea Champion and Navis Fortuna in the Gulf of Aden. So they announced it by press release, right? Yeah. They want us to know, hello! We just hit your ships. Oh, we sunk that British one. What are we going to do next week? They're going to kill a lot of people. It's only a matter of time. It's well, just with Joe's money. There is one thing they could do right now. Now, this would be a little bit risky. This could escalate things. But there's one thing that ought to be done. There is an Iranian ship in that area that is an intelligence ship that has radar on it that is assisting the Houthis in their targeting of these ships. That ship should be sunk. Period. End of story. Now, 
Is there a risk? Does that escalate things? Yes. But guess what? Iran continues to escalate this. The Houthis continue to escalate this. And it's time that that ship gets taken out because that would then limit the ability of the Houthi rebels to target um, shipping in the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden. That should be taken out. And that's the one the Iranians warned us. Oh, you better not touch that. That's that's a, yeah. That that's not a, it's not a spy ship. That's it's one of our ships. You better not touch it. Take it out. Take it out. I don't care if it's a torpedo. I don't care if it's a cruise missile. We've got to take it out because that would severely that that would actually have an impact. Unlike some of the the little minor strikes that we've been doing, that would actually have an impact on their ability to conduct operations in the area. But first, the first real sign that we're not going to support this, freeze the money. Yeah, oh, that too. Yeah, They haven't drawn it all down. That freeze goes without saying. Yeah. the $16 yeah. billion. Dollars. That's step number one. Could you just yeah. buy me by noon? Step number two, put the sanctions back right. on Iran. Iranian people don't get to eat when stuff blows up. Yeah. This is very, this, these are not hard things. Nope. And as long as Joe doesn't do those two things, this is what drives me so nuts, he is telegraphing to them. I got your back. Mm -hmm. I got your back. Just for contrast, okay, hitting Iran, when you were saying it's risky, it's always risky, of course, to hit somebody. But it has always actually worked in the past. Uh, this is what uh, Reagan did mm -hmm. under identical yep. circumstances. You talk about keeping the shipping lanes open. Let me bring you back to the late 1980s and the Iranian tanker wars. That's when Iran was attacking the tankers. Uh, and to keep the... Uh, Lanes opened back then. President Ronald Reagan took decisive and strong action. He reflagged tankers uh, as U.S. tankers. And when uh, a hole was blown through uh, one of our ships, the Samuel Roberts, the Reagan administration, President Reagan took out half the Iranian Navy. Why don't we do something like that now? Half the Iranian Navy. Hey, That's when we had a real president. We had a real era. president. And then we also didn't have this level of escalation where we literally have Houthis putting out press no. releases bragging about the American ships they've hit. Yeah. Oh, and we did this too. We also, uh, back in the 80s, conducted a strike on some Iranian oil platforms. So, you know, it's, it's an option. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just staggering when you see what is not being done no, in the face of this kind of aggression by people who are a joke. By people who wouldn't even be able to do this. By people who couldn't even feed their own people two years ago. When, well, three, really. When when Biden took office and made sure that, that they were flush with cash. They want that. They, Biden wants this. That's why he's paying for it. It does not matter what he says. And they know. They know to look at what he does. And, I, I mean, I just wonder how much our allies are going to take. They didn't do this. The British ship that sunk, they didn't do this. They aren't funding Iran like Joe is. They didn't lift the sanctions like Joe did. Um, but you know what? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be up to the Brits. They're going to have to start defending themselves against the people that Joe Biden is funding. It's, 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 bad, it's madness. It's just there's no, there's no words to describe it. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
I want you to remember this during their next big scam. Because there's going to be another scam they're going to lie to you. They're going to lie to you on a loop. Round and round and round you go. All your friends and family will say, no, no, that's kooky. They wouldn't. They wouldn't make us take a shot that hurt us. Yeah, they would. They're going to do it again. I want you to remember and never forget how they lie. And lie and lie and lie and lie. Because the walk back has begun. I'm just amazed looking at this, okay? Because I did so many turns in Facebook jail for telling you the truth about COVID. Got every one of them right, by the way, which is what they punish you for now. But the walk back has begun. Remember when you couldn't say, hey, that shot doesn't work at all. It's not effect. Ah, banned. Hey, that shot will give you heart damage. Banned. That shot causes neurological banned. The walk back has begun. I marveled at this over the weekend. Bloomberg. I mean, talking about the heart of the left-wing media. Bloomberg. Now beginning the walk back of the big lie. There's always a walk back of the big lie. Always. And here it is. Headline. Largest COVID vaccine study yet finds links to heart conditions. Really? If only we could have known. We could have known if the FBI and the CDC weren't so busy censoring the world's virologists. Yes, we could have known right away. We could have known as soon as May 2021 when inside the CDC they authored a warning. Even typed up the email. Hey, that child, it can sometimes cause myocarditis. The email was supposed to go, was addressed to an early warning system that goes out to doctors and medical providers. They wrote it. They never sent it. They knew five months in people's hearts were being damaged and they never sent it. Think about that. Instead, four months later, they would double down and begin to threaten your employer to tell your employer, fire them, fire them, fire them, fire them for not getting a shot. They knew damn well caused myocarditis. So this is the beginning of the walk back. It's starting slowly. Bloomberg, so we got mainstream media now. Largest COVID vaccine study yet finds links to health conditions. I want you to understand the level at which they will lie to you because they're going to do it again. And I don't want you to be fooled. Small, and it, might, it may be COVID, it may be the next fake pandemic, it may be something else, I don't know, but I want you to remember, never doubt, they will lie to you at a massive level, where it's everywhere and it's never ending all day long. They looked at medical problems among 99 million immunized people. Vaccines that protect against severe illness and death uh, and lingering long COVID symptoms uh, from a coronavirus uh, infection were linked to small increases in neurological blood and heart-related conditions. Small increases. This is the beginning of the walk back. Then they're going to be shocked when they realize there's well, sort of bigger increases. And then they're going to admit there were some really big increases. But the begin- this is the beginning of the walk back. So they're only copying to small increases. So exciting. The rare events, rare. Look, your heart will blow up in your chest, but it's rare. (laughs) Yeah, except y'all said it wasn't going to happen. Y'all said it was a conspiracy theory. The rare events included a higher risk of heart-related inflammation from mRNA shots made by Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, and an increased risk of a type of a blood clot in the brain. 
Ah, it's just it's a little blood clot in the brain. Get yourself a Band-Aid. You'll be fine. Blood clot in the brain after immunization with viral vector vaccines. The viral vector jabs were also tied to an increased risk of Guillain-Barr syndrome. Now, I can't even read anymore. These people are disgusting. The research looked for 13 medical conditions that the group considered adverse events of special interest among 99 million vaccinated individuals in eight countries. Okay. The UK Daily Art Mail article, as usual, is a little more honest. I prefer reading that one. Largest COVID vaccine risk study yet. What finds, what does Bloomberg call? It's just a small risk. What's a small risk? Oh, three times greater risk. That's 300%. That's not small. That's not small. Uh, swelling of the brain and spinal cord, always good way to start your week. 3.78 uh, times the risk. So that's 378 times the risk. Clot, uh, blood clots, 3.23 times the normal risk. Guillain-Barr syndrome, 2.49. Myocarditis, little heart damage, 2.78 times the risk. Now, with Moderna, in the first dose, your risk of myocarditis goes up 3.48 times. Um, uh, the uh, uh, pericarditis goes up 1.74 times. You hit, you hit yourself with the second dose, it goes up another 2.86 times. A second dose on a my, of, my, of Moderna, your myocarditis risk goes up six times. Now, keep in mind with myocarditis, it can sometimes be rare, but... It, I mean, it sometimes can be very mild. You can recover for it, from it. But about 50% of the people who get it will be dead in a decade. But other than that, it's great. Don't worry. So anyway, pericarditis, more heart damage. AstraZeneca, did you take the third dose of that? Cool. You're almost seven times more likely to have that damage. Here's what the UK Daily Mail writes. But the study also warned of several other disorders that they said still warranted further investigation, including the links between a brain swelling condition and Moderna's shot. Still, the team says the absolute risk of developing any one of these conditions remains small. Yeah. Small. First shot that does not work to stop the spread. Do you remember how they were lying about that and lying and lying and lying and somebody leaked their internal memos from the CDC? Oh, yes, yeah, 96% effective. And internally, they're, t they're going back and forth. Oh, it doesn't work at all. It spreads just as much with the shot. Remember, actually, it spreads slightly more if you got the shot than if you didn't get the shot. You could, it was a tiny amount, but you slightly more likely to spread it. Which is probably why they wanted you to take it. Anyway, I waited for this day. I waited for this day since 2020. Really, 2021. I waited for this day when the mainstream media, Bloomberg, would be like... That, oh, that shot, the one that gives you myocarditis. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. Do you remember how bad it got? The first virologist to warn us about this, one of the creators of the mRNA vaccine, not the COVID vaccine, but the mRNA, because COVID is an mRNA vaccine. Remember him? They were so afraid he would tell you what's in this study right now. They not only took him off social media, they took him off LinkedIn. They wouldn't even let him put his resume up. Something's wrong here, folks. Anyway, I don't want to rehash COVID, but I do want to say I was right, because I was right. And I also want to say 
they will do this again. And when the lie is ubiquitous, when it is everywhere, when you hear it five times between breakfast and dinner from your government, from the health establishment, who knows who it'll come from this time, know that is a sign that it is a lie. The more you hear it, the more all your friends believe it, the more you are isolated, know it is a lie if it is coming from our government. That is where we are today. And no, they will eventually admit it was a lie once the damage is done. So, I don't know, this is personal for me because my dad got a turbo cancer from this. So, I'm really, really angry about it. Really angry about everything having to do with the shot. Um, and that's one of the side effects. I'll never know for sure if it came from the shot. But I know in my gut. So, they got him. They got our family. But this is the beginning of the walk back. This is the beginning of revealing how big the lie was. So they're saying small risk. Small risk, your heart might have exploded in your chest. But hey, it'll probably be okay. Next up's going to be moderate risk. Wait, just wait. I'll do it. I'll do it. Moderate risk. And next up's going to be, wow, severe increases in the numbers. But they did. it's, it's going to take a while to walk up to that. Good morning. All right. More shocking science. And I know this is going to come as a shock to many of you. Unless you're married, in which case it won't. Men's, I can't believe these are actual headlines. Men and women's brains do work differently. Scientists discover for a first time. This is not the Babylon Bee. It's the UK Telegraph. This is an actual article headline. Men and women's brains do work differently, you think? Scientists discover it for the first time. Academics have previously argued that it is society rather than biology that influences divergence. The brains of men and women operate differently, scientists have shown for the first time in a breakthrough that shows gender does matter in how people think and behave, you think? The issue of whether male and female brains are distinct has proven controversial with some academics arguing it's society rather than biology that shapes divergence. There's never been any definitive proof. I can't, I can't, keep, I can't keep speaking straight through this. This is so hard. There has never been any definitive proof of difference in activity in the brains of men and women. But Stanford University has shown that it is possible to tell the sexes apart based on activity in hotspot areas. They include the default mode network, an area of the brain thought to be the neurological center of self. Wow. So you mean you're telling me sex, i.e. gender, is part of the self? Anyway, they can see the wet, literally see on the screen the different way the brain is working in the neurological center for self. The area of the brain that is important for introspection and retrieving personal memories. The limbic system is also implicated, which helps regulate emotion, memory, and deals with sexual stimulation. Striatum, which is important to habit forming and rewards. You know, we had that great study not too long ago. That was in the UK Daily Mail about directions. And... They followed men and women as men and women tried to navigate. Like, 
physically navigate in the world without a mouth. They also studied male and female creatures, everything from owls to mice to turtles. They strapped sensors on them and watched them go. And you know what's crazy? Across all of those species, I'm going to cause all kinds of arguments between couples this morning. Across all of those species, the men were better, more efficient navigators. They did two things that were fascinating. Number one, uh, when they were first trying to get from destination A to destination B, they learned faster the most efficient way to do it. In other words, the shortest, best way to get there. Learned that faster than women. And after multiple attempts, women on average were still the female of the species taking longer than necessary routes. So, I mean, again, they tried to conclude it was social, but like, how do the mice do it? it never mind. Dr. Vinod Menon, prof of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Stanford said, this is very strong piece of evidence that sex is a robust determinant of human brain organization, do you think? Our findings suggest the differences in brain activity patterns across these key brain regions contribute to sex-specific variations in cognitive function. Who knew? Of course our brains are different. Look, when you add testosterone, you add estrogen, you add testosterone, you add it at different levels. Those are powerful hormones. Of course it has an effect on the brain. Of course it has an effect on every part of the body. Texture writes on the common sense retire. I'm sorry, on the uh, car pros retire. On the car pros text line, we just changed it. Seven one three zero seven. Men figured that out a long time ago, Tara. That's the reason why men and women can't agree on what to have for supper. Another texture writes: Tara, scientists discover for the first time what husbands since Adam have always known. So says Alan in Spartanburg. Now the text rates show because the brains of men and women work differently, just lopping off a body part. Oh, yeah. I see where you're going with this. Just lopping off a body part will never change one gender into another. Now the text rates, they'll manipulate the data to prove sex change surgeries are justified. Yeah. Uh, text rates, my best friend in high school, I was from the last segment. My, oh, but because we finally have this morning the mainstream media admitting, yeah, the shot does cause myocarditis and neurological damage uh, and a whole other host of things that you would have been knocked off the internet for daring to say. Texture writes, my best friend from high school died of myocarditis. He was 42 and left behind a wife and a high school daughter. Uh, texture writes, the leaders, like Bill Gates, will not have induced health problems. They didn't release lethal diseases without the cure, but they don't have to share. Uh, texture rates, the disinformation campaign around the quaxine is nothing short of premeditated murder, safe and effective indeed. Yeah, well, uh, over the weekend, I saw Disease X was trending again on Twitter, never a good sign. Uh, Disease X started trending about six weeks ago when the World Health Organization announced it's coming like any day, which is never a good sign from these people. Especially given that Echo Health Alliance is experimenting with bats again and they're doing it in partnership with Chinese scientists. 
never good for the world when that happens. They should be in prison, by the way. Instead, they're operating uh, out of several small countries, not China this time. Oh, and the federal government's building them their own special lab in Colorado. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization saying, hey, by the way, disease X is coming, is coming any moment. Yeah, we'll have more on that. Uh, they also said, hey, last time COVID was coming, we predicted it. We even called it disease X. And now look, it's coming again. Oh, no. Before the election? Hope not. Do you hear about Alexei Navalny? Conveniently died. He was a critic of Putin's. Conveniently died in prison. Weird circumstances. And it's what happens to you in places like Russia. Places run by criminal oligarchies, which is very much what happened in Russia. Very much what Russia is. But is America that different? Do you see the outrage over the weekend? And it was outrageous. The murder of Alexei Navalny. Oh, it was everywhere. It's all over the television. It was mainstream media went wild with it. This proves what a thug Putin is. Okay. Agreed. But are we that different from Putin? Are we that different as a country? See, our country, our political class, we just farm the executions out to the Ukrainians. Putin at least does a direct hit. It's more honest for a thug. Try this. Google U.S. journalists killed in Ukraine. What pops up? Brent Renaud. He was killed covering the fighting in Ukraine. You look at this. Boy, you would think that no U.S. journalists have been killed in Ukraine. Except Gonzalo Lira was killed in Ukraine. He was actually murdered in Ukraine by the Ukrainian government. Because... He was giving honest reports about what was going on in the battlefield. Russia was winning, which the Pentagon would eventually admit. They didn't want to admit that because there's a lot of money to be made by certain U.S. contractors if everyone believes we can still win in Ukraine. So Gonzalo Lira was murdered for the U.S. security state, for the swamp, by Ukraine. But there was no coverage of Gonzalo Lira beyond what Tucker Carlson did. Here's his last video. As he was running for his life, he was trying to cross into Hungary. He told us if he didn't make it, they would murder him. He told one too many truths to effectively online. Again, he's a U.S. citizen. And his murder at the hands of the same Ukrainian thugs and intelligence agencies, who, by the way, have a kill list. You know who's on their assassination target list? Tucker Carlson. Jap Basobic and Elon Musk. That's why Elon Musk's mom was doing all those interviews about, I'm afraid my son will be assassinated. Well, yeah, by the Ukrainians. For our security state. I mean, I guess that's what our tax dollars pay for. Here's Gonzalo Lira during what was likely the last hour of his life before he was murdered by Ukrainian intelligence for, I don't know, telling the truth. I will definitely be sent to a prison labor camp where I will most certainly die. And so I decided that the smart thing was take my chances in terms of getting across the border. Right now, I'm maybe five kilometers away from the border. 
with Hungary. Uh, over the last two days, I rode my bike just about 1,300 kilometers from Kharkov all the way here to the border. And my intention is to cross the border, and get to Hungary, and in Hungary, I'm going to ask for political asylum. So either I will cross the border into Hungary in the next couple of hours, or I will be arrested again, and uh, God knows what will happen to me. They killed him. For us. So right now, I just don't see a lot of difference between Biden and Putin. I don't. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.